Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. A roast as dark as the night, perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes, he's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of Spring Hill Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> start off the show strong um uh full disclosure i am hungover full disclosure yesterday was our uh, some of our best friends eddie larson's 40th birthday and for full disclosure what did i have stuck in my head that i sang throughout the entire steak dinner i had last night turn the meat around (laughs) cardiac arresting (laughs) oh my god put it in my mouth cardiac arrested and yes i didn't come up with the second line because i needed to put the steak into my mouth and i apologize for all of you um vegetarians out there and you vegans out there but you know what (laughs) maron it was delicious and uh welcome to page seven i am a shell of a human being but that's kind of fun and no kids around so there's no reason for it. Welcome. And she really is right now a giant walking, talking shell. Ah, yeah, yeah. Don't shuck <laughs> me, please. But there aren't pearls inside of her. It's just little like droplets of tequila. It's very absurd. Oh, but sometimes they like they fissure together and then they make little like, I don't know, rainbows. But much <laughs> like an oyster, on the inside it's like it's 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 fleshy. Wet and fleshy, but mm. it's also Fantastic and breathtaking. Squirty bird. It does. What? what that sounded, I didn't mean that in a sexual way. You I talk meant about it my like pussy. Spiritual. You can if you want to. You can talk about my pussy if you want to. You can rub my pussy lips. A two opening. But if you take off my pants. Unbelievable. I can't. Oh, y'all touching my lips. Yeah, it's the same line again. Whoa. <laughs> Hi, MJ. Hi. <laughs> I mean, I'm psyched for one. I'm the opposite of hungover. I guess the opposite of hungover might be drunk. I'm not that either. I'm sober. <laughs> it's like late in the day where I am. You guys have a different energy. You guys have like morning hangover energy. I've got like, it's late. I just finished a day of class energy. Ooh. And so I, I can't wait for our energies to collide. Yeah, we're going to see. Ugh. We are going to see I got what so happens. drunk last night, I took a morning pill. I don't know why. Whoa, I don't know why I did it. what about it, your but... night pills? <laughs> <laughs> Do 
take pills at night? Do you guys have a pill regimen? Do you have a nightly pill regimen? Indica edible. Yeah, 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 at yeah, least yeah, yeah. five milligrams. Absolutely, Jackie. And they got the sleepy time ones. I actually need to go get those. But uh, yes, for sure, I definitely will slam. This is why LA, all of you of LA people have your THC and CBD regimens down to a fucking science. Yes, yeah, like out here way. in New York, it's still the wild west. It's legal, but it's like there, there's not, you know, uh, Jackie comes in from uh, for for Marcus's wedding, and she's like, "Well, at nine a.m., I take the following milligrams of CBD. <laughs> yes. At ten a.m., I take yes. the following milligrams of THC." I'm THC like, I want to medicalize and systematize my intoxication. That sounds great. Oh, oh my god, I would have changed your whole situation, MJ, with the newborn because microdosing. You know, uh, you know. Oh no. Am I scared of the world with this infant in my hands? Pop a little. I do five hate milli. to ask this because <laughs> of your history, Holden. But does he get yeah. in the milk? Yeah, that's how uh, Lexi. Uh, I, I've been trying to get Lexi. Uh, you know, or not trying to because I'm waiting. But I do think Lexi could benefit from some microdosing and maybe <laughs> help her with sleep at night. But no, she cannot. I think it stays in there worse, like way worse than like alcohol. Because alcohol whatever, so. d- doesn't stay in your body; it just yeah. is in your blood. You can drink your alcoholic milk, like Holden loves to. Yeah, drink her alcohol. She did the pregs. The the post pregs went out last night with us, and and all were well lubricated. Scary. Of course, <laughs> we also scared have the alcohol test strips, and it was very funny because Lexi and Cosmo were sharing. You know, Lexi was like, "Here's the link to get the test strips." She doesn't have the test strips, which might mean she's drinking considerably less than Lexi, but that's fine. Okay, Lexi's very responsible with it, and she uses the test strips. I never and even then heard I get of to drink test the boozy strips. milk. I, yeah, it tests for alcohol content in the milk. So wow, that that's you know, cool. because sometimes also testing for Holden's like, tongue like secretions because <laughs> yeah, she's worried. She wakes up in the middle well. of the night, his tongue is just in the bottle. She's like, Holden, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my favorite way to do it. It's called fucking thunkin' Dunkins, is what I call it, and I have those with myself. But um, look. We're talking not about me. We're talking about Alexis and her alcohol test. <laughs> and and her abstention from THC currently mm. whilst breastfeeding, which, you know, I know plenty of people who also did smoke while breastfeeding. I think it's a it's a it, it's there's a best practices, you know, but it's one of these things where it's like no one's it's not going to be like baby smoking a big old blunt. Although you know, maybe yeah, the baby needs a blunt. Here. Have you thought about it? <laughs> I would love to get baby a fucking blunt some nights for sure. Go to Guys, sleep. Sometimes, I even said it out loud. I was like, I wish it was the 50s again. I wish we could put fucking whiskey in this baby. No, you put it on the milk. nipple. This is why I'm, she goes, you put whiskey on the nipple. Oh. And I will say, for a while, I did think that I just meant like, my mom was putting like, it's like that you put whiskey on your nipples. And also, kind of fun. Yeah. And maybe you should just try it just for like fun. Yeah, maybe it'd just be and fun. Like, just for me. I've nursed two babies and had to have surgery and it makes me cringe to think of putting <laughs> whiskey on my nipples. It sounds very burny. Oh, uh, come on. You haven't heard the old Irish j- uh, jaunt? Uh, whiskey on the nipple. <laughs> Make the day go long. It's like a well, Riverdale episode. There's, this is a musical episode today. I, it's going to be a, it's gonna be a lot. That's a hungover Is there another thing, musical right? episode? This no, Is the season finale a musical? Don't worry. No, don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. I didn't mean to scare you, MJ. I'm sorry. Yeah, also, I don't want to fucking cry until I 
I die, which is apparently what Riverdale musicals make you want to do lately. You heard, you heard how sad and yeah. angry we were last week. I heard it's just sad and bad Extremely and Extremely sad good, and angry. No one needs to pick me up these days, so let's make the Riverdale episode sad. Yes. KJ Appa shouldn't have even taken part of it, new dad KJ Appa. More like KJ Crappa. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. Hold it. He sucks here. a bunch of fucking... Whatever's, yeah, no, there's a couple dude. bummers that have been floating around lately, and I'm not talking about just every single moment of everyone's lives. <laughs> um, I am talking about the things that are happening in pop culture. And if you are like, if you are familiar with what's going on in Hollywood right now, there's big discussions of a big IATSE strike, which there definitely needs to be. I will say, I'm, I'm speaking for all of us, that we all support the strike. Yes. If the crews, you just strike, it is like, I, I live with two crew people. It is insane conditions of which they have to work every day but part of this which I love is that people can take anything that could be I know it's going to put all productions to a dead halt as it fucking yeah, wait, what is what is IATSE exactly um, just for our listeners and actually Loki kind of me even though I should probably already know this because I'm in the industry it's sort the of crew union and I'm just being bad the, for, for all right. like that's just a short like short stick that I give you. It's like it, they, the ones that protect uh, the crew people that work on, and I'm speaking from uh, off the cuff right now, but uh, uh, of sets and just production in general, and it covers a wide berth of different different factions of production members as well and it is it's just like if you've ever worked on a, on a film set before you know that like yes it is long crazy hours but the crew work they have to be they are the first there they are the last to leave they are the ones that have to be there at all times they work through their their mandatory breaks like with even with sag and stuff like that you have to take, they don't give a shit. They're like, take the break. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go do the thing. You're like, we're in like in the middle of it. Doesn't matter. So Ayatsi's finally, you know, coming to protect them. Yeah, and it. So the vote just went through of essentially authorizing the strike. At least so that is where it is currently. But then I looked at this article that was just like, but. Is this strike going to cancel Christmas? <laughs> fucking talking about. This is the most selfish thing I've ever fucking read in my life. And they're like, but there's so many Lifetime and Hallmark movies that haven't been finished yet, which also we all know a lot of them are created in Canada. So it's like like this that's a different ball game altogether, but what a selfish thing to say. Oh, we'll have to watch a uh, one from last year as if it's not going to be the exact same one as the one they're no. going to fucking make this year. Let the people <laughs> strike. Let the people have livable working conditions yes. so that I can, re I will honestly, some years I've watched the same Lifetime movie. Even I'll turn it on and it's, I know I've seen it before and I leave it on because what do I care? I have no, re I have no remembrance of like, what is, what is happening in this? I don't need a new Lifetime movie. It gave me anxiety earlier looking at all the new ones coming out because I have weird anxiety about like not being able to stop like a sink from, you know, pouring water, like a, a toilet from overflowing. Mm. And I kind of got the same vibe from looking at all these different movies that seem like the same movies as last year. And I'm just like, it is an overflowing will it ever stop? toilet. They just keep making them and they're all the same. They just won't stop they're it. All the same. Won't somebody quit them, make them quit? They're the same plot. They're filmed in the same town. Yeah. They have the same actors. It's, I mean, it's again, 
this is why the strike is a perfect timing because we literally do not need more. Again, you I'll need watch 41 it. this season. 41 just from Lifetime alone. We don't need 41. We don't. And yeah, now yeah. Netflix is trying to do it too. Netflix is all Ugh. putting out their own Hallmark Lifetime style movie. And I'm like, excuse me. It, the whole point is that it's from the creepy Christian channels, you know? And apparently if you make five of the exact same movie, you have to yell, I Yahtzee! Yahtzee! <laughs> <laughs> That's how it happens. Right? Am that I right? Happen. Come on, I've been sitting on that one for a while. I like Please, it, people. Holden. Also, I did um, misspeak miss earlier. It also does include um, a lot of production films from live theater as well, oh. which is another, like, everybody works... So it's just, it's just, it's insane. And yes, they need to have livable working conditions. But um, yeah, but what are we going to do? Don't worry. What we will have is, I forgot until Holden, which we're going to get into, sent us this article about Lindsay Lohan and what she's been up to. But don't worry. There you know, we don't be, have to. <laughs> there will be a Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie coming out uh, on Netflix this year. Don't worry. I know we were begging for it. <laughs> but it will that that was done. So we don't have to worry. Oh, thank God. I see strike. Go ahead. Go give it a strike. <laughs> I'm honestly looking at the Lindsay Lohan article and it's as if it's in another language. The, the, <laughs> All right, the, let's talk about the space article okay. because it may as well be from space. All right. I so this was actually in the blind items, and I was like, I don't think this is a exactly. There's no way I could like do the blind item on this because you guys would just be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, because like this Tim is Allen and there are three key factors to this article, and that is Lindsay Lohan. Furries. We all know them, we love them, all right? People dress up like the mascots that create their fursona. You know what I mean? They yes, kind of dress up is. almost like you would see it's a sports a mascot, yes. but they're usually they're different animals. And NFTs, you know, a, a, a classic ambiguity to the co-hosts on this show. Whoa. NFTs, something that I, I, you know, I explained it essentially. It's like a, a digital work of art. It is, yeah, you know. no fucking turtles, please. They are too small. You must keep them away from your genitals. <laughs> I wish. Uh, I'm sure Lindsay Lohan's fucked a couple turtles in her life. I mean, they're va- they got those little tails. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, but but this was a blind because apparently it's a giant. This company is a giant scam company that she's a part of now. She's always promoting stuff. You know what I mean? She's always on the horn. You can't you can't knock the hustle. She's like fucked up Kim Kardashian. You know what I mean? She's always got you know she's always got a hustle going on. And in this one, it is furry based. NFTs and she's got a persona. The funniest thing about it is I sent y'all an article of the backlash because like furry, the furry community, which is very intense and there's, you know, it's a very tight knit group and they're very, you know, it's, they're, they're aggressive. Yeah, but they are a patient and supportive community until (laughs) someone decides to like, like dip a toe into it and be like, no, I'm a part of persona. It's like, Lindsay Lohan, do you, are you aware of like, uh, of of what you're doing or is this just like now I'm just like doing this thing right because again I don't understand I was reading an article about NFTs earlier that like people are big into like digital cocaine <laughs> and this is where my eyes glaze over because I'm just like I don't un- but am I have I hit the threshold age of just I don't get it I don't, I don't Look, understand it if there's digital cocaine then I'm requesting for the world to have that eyeball drug from the movie Looper. Looper. All right, if we're going to have one, 
I got to have the other. So, yeah, she's got a Fursona uh, NFT, uh, and she teamed up with K9 Cartel. And the funny thing is, this NFT, and that's what kind of blows my mind about certain NFTs that I see, where I would assume that the image would be, like, really cool. You know what I mean? And, like, in this case especially, it's, like, it's pretty shitty art. Uh, it's, like, a bad fursona. They're, like, you can just have ears. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is a blue-eyed ginger Pomeranian who somehow has freckles. Um, and the current highest bid is for 0.51 Ethereum. Now, that oh, made... Oh, see, that's when I was just, like, what are they talking <laughs> what about? Are what are is Ethereum? About? What do you mean? And they're, like, oh, 0.5 Jackie Ethereum. That's about $1,500. My head explodes. I'm just like, I don't understand. Pennies, dimes, uh, yes. pence. If you, it's like I under, like I even, I understand pounds way more than Ethereum. What is it? And then I think of Palladium, MJ. Yes, I was going to say coming to life. Sounds like Palladium. Like we learned that Palladium is actually a real precious metal, not something yes. that Riverdale made up. By the way, it is now up to 1.1 Ethereum, which is three thousand nine hundred twenty-five dollars. And 53 cents. I'm not going to do that conversion every time. This picture sucks. (laughs) Like, even if you're not into the furry community, which, yes, it is a bad representation of a furry because it's lacking a lot of the qualities, such as the big, fun ears and things like that that you normally would get with a fursona. Not only that, it just doesn't look good. Someone's paying 3,000. I get it's one of a kind, but it's also fucking Lindsay fucking Lohan. I mean, what's the world? It's all honestly, to? even underneath. I opened up another article as I was trying to learn more about it. The thing, like the headlines about NFTs, it's just like free clip art of Cartoon Rock is selling for three hundred thousand dollars on yeah. N- as NFT. <laughs> why? Why am I just? Is it just that like I've been poor for such a long time that I'm like, why would you ever spend for what for something that's not tangible? But I get yeah. like at least. I guess something about that confuses me about the amount of Ethereum they're spending on Lindsay Lohan is that that's not even that much money for a work of art. $300,000 for a work of art, actually, like no. that's what people pay for art. Yes. Right. Lindsay Lohan making something that's getting bought for $3,000 is like a little bit insulting. But the fact that it's trash looking and like not even acceptable to the community it's made for. Yeah, it's kind of shady. I mean, even I'm looking at the freckles on this fucking picture and they're terrible. It's just, it looks so slapdash. What is that background? I, don't know. I mean, what are we doing here? I mean, this is so <laughs> crazy that this would sell for $3,925. It's not even like something someone made in the physical realm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so crazy, Lindsay, but I can't knock the hustle. I, guess. I can knock the hustle. Lindsay. She has a podcast coming out soon, guys. So yes. Hold on to your butts because she's the coming for our too, jobs. By the, way, the ultimate <laughs> eye roller is I have one coming out it's in some point in the yeah, one coming out, but feature. no, there's no ex- explanation of what it is. Yeah. It is just what that I know is. that this is all like a built up to it. It's just that come see a side of Lindsay that you've never seen before. And I think I made this joke of just like um. I don't know if I want to see it. <laughs> if I haven't seen it by now, I don't know if I want to see She's it. She's the ultimate. If she wasn't a celebrity, she'd be the ultimate like person you get stuck with at an L.A. party. She's like, I have a podcast coming out. I don't know what it's about. And it's going to be out sometime later. But it's going to be the, it's going to change the world. I also, have I have an NFT, a furry. I don't say that I'm a NFT. podcaster because of living in Los Angeles. I'm just like, <laughs> I feel like be like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, 
but like we've been doing it for like a really long time. I don't know. Does that make it better? No, yeah, it yeah. doesn't. I, I just hide my shame. I hide my shame in the same way, which I did not send it to you guys because it just came out a couple of hours ago. Talk about shame. Andrew Lloyd Webber hated the Cats movie so much he went out and bought a dog. <laughs> he had never wanted a dog before. This maybe he true. heard hold. Maybe he heard about us going to Holden's birthday it. dressed as dogs, and he was like, you know what? You're right. Dogs. You're right. Dogs. Why did I write cats when I should have been thinking about dogs? Wave of the futures. Well, dogs would be boring in a sense because they would just be like, they're the best, better than cats, Whoa. really easy to deal with, and they love you. You know what I mean? And that's it. It's over. You know. Um, so. I do love this line though, and you're gonna get hate mail for your for your cat hate holding. <laughs> I do love Andrew Lloyd Webber said I wrote off uh, and said because uh, so he got this dog first time he's ever had a dog in his life. He said in my seventy odd years on this planet, I never wanted a dog, but I got a dog because of cats. <laughs> and he wanted the dog to travel with him. And he went to he called the airline and said like I have to bring the dog. I'm emotion. He said I'm emotionally damaged and I must have this therapy. <laughs> and he said the airline wrote back I'm sorry he wrote them a letter and the airline awesome. wrote back and said can you prove that you really need him and I said yes just see what Hollywood did to my musical cats <laughs> and the approval came back with a note saying no doctor's report required Wow. <laughs> okay, but amazing. I, I love, love this. this. this is I amazing. love this. I do love this. But just to go into the actual cat corner, uh wow. the the movie cats and the animal cat, it is not a Venn the Venn diagram are two separate circles. The, those people aren't cats. What what they do in that movie, they're not cats. Cats don't aren't that annoying. They aren't that monstrous. It is a bad rap to cats. So Andrew Lloyd Webber, honestly, you could just go to a fucking cat shelter and rehabilitate Whoa. your image of cats. Don't watch your own shitty, your I great musical to turned a, into a shitty movie. A public Sh shitty debate. musical. And it would be MJ on one side and Holden on the other side. I'm firmly in the middle, so I'll be very good as a, as a middle ground person. And um, I think that we should, I just want to hear the debates of cats v. dogs. Because you know what? A tale as old as time. <laughs> and I think we need to get back to the basics in this Hell country. Yeah. I'll fucking defend some dogs against some cats. And I'll also fucking throw a coin to some frogs. Wow. I think frogs are even better well, than I'm having some dogs. Dog. Doggies. I'm pro dog. <laughs> I like a dog. I have had, I literally got a Jack Russell Terrier as a child because of the movie My Dog Skip. It was the dog from Frasier. <gasps> so I'm pro <laughs> dog. It was the same exact actor from Frasier and My Dog Skip. Um, and yes, his name was Moose. Uh, well, Thank you, you mean when everybody got that dog, when that was just the dog, that everyone got wishbone. the Jack Russell Terrier? What's yes, the and then they all, wishbone? they all gave them back <laughs> to their shelters because they were like, yes. this dog is absolutely a very hard dog to raise. Yeah. I didn't yeah, do that. Yeah, it's not a professionally trained TV dog. No shit, general public. <laughs> yes, it was general also wishbone. Public. The Jack Russell did have a real rise in the late 90s. Are you calling me basic, Holden? Are you saying no, that I'm Judy? No. Juke. Calling you Starbucks. <laughs> um, well, I still Jug. have a picture of someone in our uh, beautiful, amazing Twitch community who sent in a picture of their new baby bulldog. Yes, I'm talking about you, Tilly. Tilly, that I know that you're listening. And I kept the picture. And I told them this because like, we put up pictures in our collage sometimes. And I kept the picture of the baby bulldog so that I could look at it when I was sad. And um, <laughs> I was, full disclosure, because usually I immediately get rid of the pictures. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I can't get rid of the picture of the baby bulldog. And also right next to the baby bulldog was a little um was a little squeaky toy and it was a blunt 
And oh, that means it's my favorite dog. I love that. That's cute. Blunt, squeaky. Yeah. That's scary. <laughs> I just love other people's dogs. Ha <laughs> <For> sure. <laughs> Sounds like you're not going to be very impartial in the debate, Jackie. I am going to be impartial. I love cats too. Do you Whatever. love my cats? Name one cat you yes, like. I love man single face. cat. Man Thank you. Good adorable. job naming a cat. I okay, love Garfield. I did name yeah. the cat. I do live with two cats. I don't like those cats, but <laughs> there's reasons why <laughs> Many I like people don't cats. like the cats they live with. I don't like yeah, those cats. Yeah, exactly. It's just other people. The only cat I've ever liked is like, I think was kind of brain dead. It would just sort of like lay there and you could just Layla? Are you talking about Layla? Yeah. <laughs> Layla was the <laughs> best cat because she was big and fat. She docile. just loved to Yeah, exactly. Dude, I'd fucking take a snake over a cat, bro. I love snakes. Ugh. It makes me so sad because Lexi's so of course you're afraid a snake of snakes. Boy. I love snake they're great. They, they just squirm around on your hands and they have all the they're all muscle. Ooh, yeah. Don't get me too fucking. Ooh. What are you talking about? Yeah. The Dune trailer? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, yes, no, I did about that. talk about the Benny Gesserit <laughs> um during the last Twilight chapter that I recorded. Oh. So look at me. I'm a bit of a Dune baby. Got Space Witches. Got to Space get witches. ready. Well, yeah, because they've got these like the mother hens that like never come out of their vampire tower and they're just like floating behind all of them. I was like, see, that's badass. Now they need to pair up with the Benny Chesarit and then they can take over the world. I'll take it. Right? See, I'm I'm here and I am such a uh, nerd girl. <laughs> <laughs> Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? The legends are true. Overwhelming power. sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What else nerdy can I talk about? Oh, uh, the Super Bowl? Doubt it. Rocks for jocks much? Dude. We are going to talk about the halftime show, though, because this halftime show looks amazing, and it's so funny. The people that are upset about the Super Who's Bowl upset? 2022. The, the, the people are upset about it. I will say I spent the better part of my time visiting Florida in a certain dive bar that I would kind of love to be a fly in the wall of during that. If Super you Bowl went to Whitey's show. Fish Camp in Jacksonville <laughs> and asked them what they thought about the tw- Super Bowl 2022 uh, halftime, which is going to be Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Snoop Dogg, which fucking amazing. And this is uh, problem. Incredible line. I'm so hyped for this fucking halftime show. You have shit no about idea. Super Bowl. You guys know this. And I've even stopped watching it even just for the commercials and I'll just watch it online because I am a millennial. But I will watch this halftime show this year. Oh, we can watch it together, balls. And we'll put a helmet on the baby. This is so cool. Right? I can't believe they got Kendrick. Yeah, I can't believe Kendrick amazing. agreed to it. I feel like yeah. Kendrick's just going to be like oozing contempt for the entire thing as he does it. I was just trying to remember. I was like, did they do a 
deep pandemic Super Bowl, and then I remembered it was the weekend, and everybody was yeah, like, "Yeah, and it was a- what? Yeah, it was so whatever." Was the weekend so was whatever. like the co- it was like Coldplay returns. They might have well, you know, what I mean, it's just very like. <laughs> Not Which, a again, non-issue. I really it's like it's just about like trying to find things that fit in with the Super Bowl. And I think that I think it really makes a lot of sense to like go towards and I don't know if they're going to do it. And it's gonna be in Inglewood this year. And I'm very excited about that. I guess I'm not excited about that. Although I will say last year before the pandemic, when I was in Miami during the Super Bowl and I didn't give a shit, we were able to go to the Everglades on one of those fan boats very easily. No one was at the fan boats. We had the <laughs> fan boat by herself. Uh, I, so that's kind yeah, of nice. I, I even it's kind of amazing this happened because um, the last podcast and left show in L.A. was uh, the other day and I uh, got to open that up with Jackie and I did drink a giant thing of breast milk. I think it was a double batch right? i can't delicious. believe how much mj he drank the entire bottle <laughs> oh i saw i saw several I saw it on instagram i'm just and it was real <laughs> breast milk you know oh, i could have just put uh, just cow's milk in there no one would have known the no, difference but, the, I, but, I, but, but the people the people who know <laughs> know if you know you know and i just can't believe you're drinking all that breast milk i it's delicious there's nutrients yeah but I've, i would have I, I become incredibly strong mj when i drink it i ran from the venue to Hollywood Boulevard and back and during the show I felt so strong and beautiful and did you t- you took this from your child because it was too alcoholic to give to the child is that why and yes it was the boozy milk yes. and we've been over this That's that fine. the boozy milk the child cannot have yes. right so everyone's like oh you're depriving your baby of the milk first of all um come on guys we're produ- we're making a lot over here, right? We're producing here, okay? As if you're also just like like I just imagine you just being like cheerleader next to Lex being like, Yeah, yeah squeeze it. Yeah, pump it. Get it out of the Give me that pump pump. While I take a dump, no, yeah. I'm usually taking a shit while she's pumping. You know? But uh that is all besides the point, okay? What were we just oh yeah, on the way home from the 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 venue, you know. All right, let, let me let me set a little scene. Paint for us y'all. a picture. Let me set a little. You've scene already set a pretty vivid scene with the breast milk chugging, but I'm ready for another scene. Let me just start this story with the widest uh, scenario I could paint for you. Ugh. Young Holden McNeely, I may be eighth grade, middle school, ninth grade, high school, goes to lacrosse camp at UNC Chapel Hill in North Carolina. It is a sleepover camp. We're staying in the dorms, feeling like a, like what it might be to go to college for the first time ever. Kind of cool, right? And then I was like, I snuck out. I don't even think we were supposed to like be on this part of campus. I snuck out, went to Franklin Street. They had a really cool CD store there. I walked into the CD store and I looked around and something caught my eye. And that was Dr. Dre's The Chronic. And I was like, ooh, I hope the cool kid at the front lets me buy this because it was a parental advisory. And I was definitely too young to be able to buy it without a parent present. And the, and th- that college kid let me buy it. <laughs> I took it home. My roommate was asleep. I had a roommate. We were in dorms. I threw it on my disc man in the dark, put on my headphones and listened to that album front to back. And my mind was fucking blown for I like it was such a crazy, like pivotal moment in my life listening to this fucking album in the dark in this fucking dorm room at lacrosse camp, right? Um, so cut to I went with on my way home from last podcast. It was like I'm driving and I forget that you can, you know, put on a, one of your favorite old school albums. And enjoy like a ride home. I put on that chronic. It took me right back to that time in my life. 
Dr. Dre. You're a little buzzed on alcoholic breast milk. I'm a little buzzed on alcoholic <laughs> breast milk. I'm swerving around. Oh, I'm swerving. I'm doing donuts. I'm eating donuts. Uh, Where'd you get those donuts, Holden? I want the donuts. I'm saying every other word of the lyrics because, you know, I can't say certain ones, right? No, uh, I don't know what you, you mean. You know what I mean? I didn't say the words in the car, Jackie. <laughs> do don't mean? look at me like that. What kind of mean? Don't do you say mean? the words in the car. No. I can't say the words even in the car, That's Jackie. Correct. No, you shouldn't. And I'm glad that you don't. But I do love, I and forget I just, about I car love life. it so much. Car Life, you, you forget of like being able to put on just like a really loud album. Yes. I was doing that with Sweetheart of the Rodeo because Ed reminded me of the documentary about Graham Parsons when uh. um, they were all doing a bunch of drugs and they died and um, his body was going to be sent back to his parents and a bunch of Hell's Angels went and stole the coffin with the body inside, drove it out to the desert by Joshua Tree and lit the whole thing on fire because he had said that he wanted to be cremated in the desert. <laughs> um, so then I went listen to Sweetheart of the Rodeo. It's kind of And the then the guy didn't realize that like cremation isn't just you don't just set a body on someone fire. on <laughs> it's not how it works. That that actually comes with a lot of problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whereas yeah. there's a professional method. It's to very cremate. bad. Very bad. Man, these two stories combined <laughs> are really different. interesting. Yeah, I just wanted to provide a, like a dynamic here. Yeah, yeah. So MJ, I, any um, upsetting? To, do you want you want to throw anything into the mix? MJ, did you have any? Did, did, were y'all the same as me? You know, I mean, I definitely lived that private school boy no, no. life where my buddy would pick me up in his little cool little car and we'd oh, blast no. music that culturally could not have been more estranged from us but we just wanted so bad to like connect you know and do it i mean this is dre snoop dogg eminem i mean and then just kendrick as a part of it is just this ultimate and, and, and shout out to mary j blige i i'm just so excited about this show like this is the greatest thing ever it also, just takes dre, me back snoop and lamar are they like they're all from la right so it's also like i think that's part uh, of it of big like, la uh, moments cool. really fucking Great. cool yeah no i i um did not really listen to hip-hop until i got, went to college um and i went to public school we definitely drove around in our car and called it cruising but um i don't know <laughs> but i feel like that in hindsight cruising is really more about sort of like getting pieces of ass or whatever and I is that what it, you were doing mj i wish it had been <laughs> gay cruising i truly do <laughs> But no, it was, we would call it, we called it cruising the strip, quote unquote. And you would yeah. drive back and forth on the, uh, you know, the highway that had like the Pizza Hut, the Ponderosa, Whoa. the, um, big, the Little Caesars. It was kind of a pizza row. Um, the mall, you know, so you would go, that was the, that was to cruise the strip. Um, but no, I mean, definitely there were people in Dubuque, Iowa listening to what we, what they would have, we, the white people of Dubuque, Iowa would have called, "Quote unquote gangsta rap at the time, yes. but um, I did not uh, get into hip hop into, until college. And when I did, I was like, "Wow!" I like like I am with all cultural experiences. I'm like, this is fantastic, yes. and I wish I had found this sooner. It was just one of many things I wish I had found sooner. I didn't say the word in the car yeah, that night. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You sound like a lot like a Tom Cruise naysayer. I did oh. not put my penis in those gills. What you a get fish. it, guys? Yeah, it's Jackie. Totally. It wasn't. I wasn't Bill Clinton. I'm watching impeachment. I'm <laughs> yeah, so behind impeachment. on impeachment, but 
I yeah, am like... caught up on Many Saints of Newark, and I know it's not talking TV, but we gotta. I just want to talk about. We'll have to. We'll have to <laughs> schedule a non-recorded Zoom call to talk about all. Whoa, of this. whoa, 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 whoa! You want to have friendship? No, MJ. Yeah. Work is love, MJ. I don't have. I don't have love without work. Oh, no. and I'm like always so, recording and and impeachment. I'm so excited about impeachment, but my problem is that I keep falling asleep. It takes me several nights to, and also it's October, so it's spooky season, and my husband only likes alien spookers, so we. Watched Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and we just watched The Thing. I love it, and it's great. But I'm behind on my impeachment. I we watched Many Saints of Newark, which is great. But I'm very behind on my impeachment. I just want sexy ninety. If you need any alien horror movie recommendations, though, you just let me know. Like if you want some that maybe Gideon doesn't know about, I would love to and give you additions. That would be cool. I could be like the cool. I could be like, ooh, you want to you want to watch one that. That is new. And That's that, new. That's so new one that you haven't seen, and just like blow his mind. <laughs> yeah. I think he wants to just watch the ones from his childhood that terrified him. And the aliens are fine, but they don't scare me. Yeah, the thing didn't oh. scare me. Ooh, I love the thing, the thing. Didn't scare you? No, I mean it was gross, but it's not. The isolation like... things scare me. Of like, yeah, where would they mm. even go? You yes. know, like like that. Honestly, the the idea of that is even scarier. Well, maybe not scarier than all the tentacles coming out of the dog. Spoiler alert! <laughs> it's a great movie. <laughs> no, that should was I Antarctica. That out? Should my, I? My takeaway. Like, I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, my nah, takeaway nah, from the old, thing old is old that I am movie. now scared of Antarctica. Yeah, yeah, that would be. And people literally are there right now in a very tiny space. Just living day to day, like I don't get it. They fuck like crazy. Apparently, they just it can't that cover can't the walls true. with cum. Did you make that? No, up? they do. Apparently, Too there was an article I read recently, uh, nay a listicle about like the many things that happen in those little spaces, and apparently, just like dirty fuck sex happens like constantly. It's like a pornographic. They, they have like a pizza guy uniform that they pass around. <laughs> You know? I mean, maybe that's what they're going to be making in space. We lost the space race, and I don't Ugh. know what it's going to mean for us as a country, but I'm not talking about, yes, did you guys like all my communism jokes that I made in the page seven email? No, Tom Cruise, if you guys remember, Tom Cruise was trying to go against the Russians that were trying to also go to space to make the first movie that parts of it were shot in space and he failed and he was too busy slipping around on all the juices coming out of the fish. Yeah, maybe don't, uh, you know, have the space race led by a known fish fucker. Yeah. I don't care how attractive he is or how dedicated he is to his weird, creepy cult that he's secretly trying to get out of, which is what the blinds say yeah. lately. But, you know. But aren't they trying to send William Shatner to space too? William Shatner is, did, did William Shatner beat the Tom Cruise in the, Space race? No, but I do love that he is uh, on his. He will be hitting space as well, apparently, um, via one of the evil billionaires. He's that, quote unquote uh, thrilled and frightened. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's those are the two words. I, don't I, think I could do it. I couldn't do it. I guess have I, have we asked this question to the I mean, round? Well, I think we before? have talked about this before because I okay, think I was about to say we're all we space here. and you can't make me. Absolutely not. <laughs> No way. Especially after watching Aniara. If you think that you're like, I 100% want to go to space, and I know that I can't shake you, Aniara is, the I think, the movie that now I think about, which, you know, when you just watch it, it was one of those quarantine movies that I watched that I think about every other week, and it lives in my brain, and it's um essentially, for all intents and purposes, the summary is just like, when it's like become 
normal to go back and forth that there's like a shuttle space like spaceship that goes essentially like a cruise ship that goes back and forth between earth and i believe it was mars like a jitney like the hamptons jitney kind of like that that it's just like oh it's just a three-hour trip and then an asteroid hits it off track and like all the fuel comes out of the spaceship and then it's just forever being sent because you know it's not going to stop there's nothing to stop it and they're like we don't know how long we're going to be floating out into space for we have no communication with anyone Ugh. they can come out and find us but we have n- like until we can find a planet that we can get to and like get into its orbit to turn around that's that's all we can hope for that's it and i watched this movie and i was t- talk about a movie that like doesn't even have like not really that much violence or anything in it horrifying Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you're you're afraid of of Antarctica, take Antarctica, but put it in fucking space. Like, the idea, what I learned from the thing is that I don't want to be, I don't even think I can ever live anywhere that's not New York City. I don't want to be more than 10 minutes away from a hospital, you know, like, ever. Like, the idea of being in space, what if something goes wrong? You, You ain't coming back. No. Right. No. Absolutely not. But William Shatner, he's lived a good life. Send him up there. Tom Cruise, he's lived a bad life, but he can go up to it. He can go up there. <laughs> he can get up there. And also, nothing's going to happen to Tom Cruise because he's Tom Cruise and he has like a million people that like stare at him when he puts his penis inside of the fish's gills, I would assume. <laughs> Ugh, I know what he does. I know he slides it in and out of the fish uh, until he ejaculates all over I'm glad his guts. We haven't we talked about this. it in a while. And I'm glad we need to br- we need to keep this at the forefront of everyone's minds. Yeah. It's not the gills, yeah. I thought. I thought we decided it was the mouth. Is it the mouth? But don't they have little shard? Don't they have little teeth? But aren't the gills I mean, covered in scales? Yeah, but I mean, just consider this. I the mean, when you sharp. first when you first started getting your jollies off, whether it was college or whatever, you know, that first person who you were in a regular relationship with. Well, I'm not married, so (laughs) never. (laughs) never. When you're having many sexual experiences with someone for the first time, yeah, you might start with one orifice, but eventually you're going to slide to another. It's inevitable. So whether you start with the mouth you're going to get to the gills. You're going to get to, dare I say, the fish's anus, wow. which I assume exists. What about its belly button? Do fish have belly buttons? I doubt fish have belly buttons. I think the I think birthing process come from is eggs. quite different. Well, where do the eggs yeah, yeah, come out from eggs. then? But maybe the oh, eggs maybe come out of their belly fish buttons. Eggs. He might fuck a fish egg. I couldn't put that away from him. If you really needed to know, and I know that you're still begging, and I forgot to tell you guys that the Lindsay Lohan romantic Christmas comedy is about her being a newly engaged and spoiled hotel heiress who finds herself in the care of a handsome blue-collar lodge owner and his precocious daughter after getting total amnesia in a skiing accident. <gasps> yes, I will watch it, and yes, I will hate it. I This is my idea. I have a whole pitch about a person who gets amnesia in a skiing accident. Really? It's such a good pitch. I'm not even going to say it here because I don't want somebody to take it. I should probably Whoa. say it. It is utilizing the amnesia to basically the premise is that somebody, it's based on a real lo- letter that came into uh, Savage Love like in 20. 20- 10 or something. I used to listen to Savage Love in 2010. (laughs) It's one of the original, your fave is problematics. Um, (laughs) But, uh, well, anyway, if you break up with somebody and then they get amnesia from a skiing accident, then what happens? Do you tell them after they come out of the coma (gasps) that you broke up with them or do you let them ride it out? And that is the premise of 
my movie, and it sounds like we'll Lindsay Lohan stole it. We'll call it 51st Dates. It's actually called Forget Me Scott. <laughs> this, is the, wow. this is a bit that John and I used to do back when we were still very, doing, very uh, you know, performing um, on stage together, and we really are very good at coming up with romantic comedy pitches, uh, and we, like... It's like something that we're passionate about. We had a whole, we had the whole three act structure laid out, but now Lindsay Lohan beat me to it. Got right in there, got right in there, and took beat it me right to it a out good of eleven years later, ten years ago. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to say it. You have to say it aloud. You know, because maybe someone is like, "I want to fully fund Forget Me Scott." Yes. If if you are a movie producer and you trust me to write Forget Me Scott with my brother, uh, that we did sketch out. Roughly eleven years ago, probably we have the notes in my one of my comedy notebooks somewhere. Unless I like dropped them in a toilet at a bar, very possible uh, in the East Village. I could tell you, <laughs> I could tell you the whole plot of the movie, and you know, maybe it involves pretending uh, that you didn't break up with the, Scott so that you don't break his heart right after he comes out of the coma, but then in the process of waiting till you can tell him that you broke up with him, you re-fall in love with him again. Uh, <laughs> or well, you think that he's actually an assassin and you kill him in your sleep and then you forget that you did it. <gasps> That's oh, Forget Me Scott too. Forget sequel. Me Scott too. That'll be the sequel because oh, the yeah. amnesia just doesn't go away because you fall in love and then you become a murderer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know who killed me, so I did have to look up I know who killed me. I was like, uh, didn't she already did a, do another amnesia movie, but I know who killed me. I forgot she chose to be, or actually you don't know. Is she lying? Did she choose it yes. after she was um, uh, uh, kidnapped and, and had with some sadistic... No, I remember you made me watch that years. movie for an episode of Pop History I did uh, watch on uh, the Razzies. It was uh, unfortunate Great at movie. Best. I've definitely yeah. seen I Know Who Killed Me at least twice. You know what's fucking crazy about talking about Lindsay Lohan so much this episode? Is my conspiracy theory, uh, celebrity conspiracy rather, for this episode is very parent trap-esque. Whoa. Hit me with the share. Do, Do you believe it? Did Pete Davidson and John Mulaney switch bodies? Whoa. Ooh, I Think like about it. it. Fucking think about it, bros. <laughs> Cover them tattoos, yeah. Sometimes I mean they've gotten very good at the fake tattoos nowadays. Uh oh, squirt, squirt, squirt. Looks like y'all got shot with some truth juice. Oh, ugh. is that fucking interesting? Ugh. Is it just breast Not milk holding? Like, <laughs> I feel like, you, I feel like you've got bottles like, and you like print out like you're like <laughs> Billy the Kid. And you're like squirt, 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 squirt. I'm like ah, no, uh. not the milk. I would never waste the milk on another. Thank you. Don't give milk to another. That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, wait, so when you parent. chug the milk, you're not wasting it because you need it. I'm getting, nutrients. getting nutrients. <laughs> MJ is getting nutrients. And those nutrients help me become a better father. Plus, I'm more connected to my baby. Yeah. Oh, that's girl. why he does it. That's true. Yeah. Is when we look in each other's eyes. Now we can communicate telepathically, which is pretty fun. That's very scary. And they're always like, like "Stop you're crying!" You're such a good comedian. I'm like, "Thank you, Winnie. That's very nice of you to say." You're very funny. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> is that your baby voice? Do you have your baby voice yet? <laughs> no, a little bit. We, no, we we don't do too much of that. Yeah, it's just you know. No, instead she just goes. Ah, ah, ah. Yes. At mm, this uh, point, the but cutest that's fine. noise. The cutest little noise. Uh, and this is the cutest little conspiracy. All right, hit us. 
This one comes in from Ariel, who says, Hey fam, I just found this TikTok and thought it was something you'd love to talk about, even if it's not meaty enough to be a full-fledged segment. Well, it is, Ariel. I made it one. Wow. I, we, I somehow drew it out to become a full one. Love it. It explains so much about how out of character all the John Mulaney stuff has been and why we haven't heard anything about Pete Davidson in a while. Mm. I have to say, I believe it in all capital letters, with an exclamation point. So if that's not doesn't convince you already, you might as well change all the clocks in your house. So you think it's a different time no. all, to, all, the, all the time. Here's the thing. You're always late. Shepherd me, the Ariel. I'll listen yeah. to you whatever you tell me. <laughs> yeah, you're late, Jackie. <gasps> Does that mean I'm going to have a baby too and then all three yes. of us will have babies? Yes. Please, please join us. Join join it does feel like I'm surrounded us. by cult members now. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the fish. No. Join the baby cult. Uh, not All until right. I find out where I gotta put it. You know, before I need <laughs> I need a little bit more information first. Hop hop hooray! Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two Faced. Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. So shout outs to TikTok user B Grits Writes, B Grizz Writes rather, aka Becca the Writer, uh, who posted a video explaining the theory, which states that John Mulaney and Pete Davidson switched bodies back in early 2019. Here is the evidence, and don't let it blow your fucking minds too much. It's probably going to too late. Mulaney and Davidson went on tour together and did a show where they switched outfits in February of 2019. Is that fucking nuts? Yeah, there's a picture of it and everything. And that would be the point at which they switched. And the idea is that they would do that for one year. They like switched outfits. They were like, and then it switched their bodies, right? Like in a parent trap-esque way. And then they were like, wait, let's stay this way for one year in order for Pete Davidson to help repair his image. Because at that point, and you know, he'd been going through a lot of stuff. Big dick energy, you know, and with that evil woman, the witch woman that made, probably put a curse on him, you know. <laughs> Ariana, right? She's evil, and we all know it. You know, Taylor's. <laughs> Ugh, Taylor's don't even say better. her name in this show. Ugh, more like Ariana Vinti. Wow, Starbucks donut liquor. Oh my god, she did lick that donut, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, she did weirdly lick that donut. Why would you do that? No. Yeah, only a fraud person would do that. Anyways, I'm not. Sometimes mad about you, it. it's like you gotta taste <laughs> it before you buy it. You know, sometimes <laughs> you just pick it up off of the counter in a donut shop. <sighs> Where they are selling the donuts and just lick it. Well, yeah. uh, tastes like I can get away with anything because I'm pretty and have a good vibe. Vo- I forget about that. <laughs> that does make me angry, though. Yeah, it's ridiculous. 
It's, it, she, she it makes me think of when I worked at a bakery and someone would like take the cover off the muffins and like try to like, like stop touching them. Yeah. Stop touching them. You can point to which one you want. Like, but I want to feel what it feels like. Well, you Ugh. can't. It's and you, not or a you peach. buy all of them. Yeah. Jesus uh, Christ. People are monsters. Yeah, exactly. It's also, yeah, you were like, hey, and in 2020, a super flu is going to destroy everything and you're going to remember this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Damien Zabrowski. <laughs> oh, no wonder I was so silent as a child. Uh, so yeah, they switched outfits. They're like, let's let's just keep it this way for one year specifically, so that Pete Davidson, you know, you can repair your image. I'll be you, you be me. A year later, they do a sketch together about the quote new and improved Pete Davidson on SNL. It was on there. The two of them. Pete's back. He's better than ever. And um, this is when the TikToker we I mentioned before, Becca the writer, believes they were planning to switch back. However, pandemic had other plans, didn't it? Yeah, and so did his penis. Yeah, and his big fucking cock. making children with his penis, his milking flesh. <laughs> 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 Uh, that one happened. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> this explains why Davidson started doing wholesome things like date a star from Bridgerton and star in a rom com called Meet Cute while Mulaney relapsed. Whoa. You know, got that preg preg, fell off with his wife. We, I don't need to get into it. I, I mean, I respect the game, by the way, Mulaney. I think you're doing a great job out there and everything. Whoa. But uh, that's besides the point. Do you think these two have uh, parent trapped themselves? Yep. Yes. It's a yeah. <laughs> I guess I do. I think it's All the right. only way because you're right, though. Because yeah. like the um, Phoebe, uh, I know I don't know how to say her last name. Dynevor? Dynevor? Dinosaur, uh, yeah. Was from Bridgerton. Dinosaur. <laughs> dinosaur. Phoebe yeah, dinosaur, dinosaur woman. And uh, from Bridgerton. It does seem like she's way more John Mulaney's type right. than a Pete Davidson's type. Mm -hmm. And I did watch King of Staten Island, and I was charmed by Pete Davidson in a way that I didn't think that I would be. So mm -hmm. maybe it has to be 100% correct. There you go. Yeah, also, it's going to be a I, yeah oh for me, God. too. Sorry, yeah. I also just realized, I remember reading not that long ago that Pete Davidson said that he was going to start getting some of his tattoos removed. Mm -hmm. There you go. Guys, it's maybe it's because it's John Mulaney and he doesn't want to keep having to put the fake tattoos on anymore. Yeah. There you go. And, you know, because the only other explanation is that, like, John Mulaney is like a full... You know, complicated individual human being no. that contains multitudes, no. and no. that's insane. I just what can't. you're saying is insane right now. Who can deal MG with celebrities that? Celebrities are just like us, but uh, they're only what we know of them. Though. <laughs> we know everything about him. So, well, there no. you go. Uh, apologies for the sort of flesh uh, comment and the milk flesh comment, but I think we got through that very it. well. Can't get through an episode without a lot of just comments about milkiness and flesh at this point. And that's okay. <laughs> Lately, and, yeah. And I know I'm going to read the comments too. Be like, I can't believe how uncomfortable Holden made MJ in that <laughs> moment about the milk flesh. And I'd be like, yeah, y'all. I think y'all like don't understand how the friendship how works. Um, is the <laughs> I do love it. I love the vivid descriptions that yeah. Holden and Jackie give me every week. They get me uh, through. We're auteurs over here. Thank you very yeah. much. And I am currently drawing a picture of what I was describing in order to mail to each of you. Well, I mean, you need to explain some weird letters, to us, you know? <laughs> no, it's an NFT. Anyway, sorry, it's an NFT though. But whatever. Oh, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Oh my god, with your ooh, your digital cocaines. 
<laughs> but don't worry, the list isn't an MF MFmer. Wow, <laughs> MF or B is what it is, and you can figure that out for yourself. And I'm in sixth grade, MF or B. Are we allowed to sing the song? <laughs> sing it. Oh, oh who's on, on the list? list? Jackie, gotta have that list. Celebrities who had to field wildly disrespectful questions. I um went down a bit of a worm time of watching a bunch of Ellen's upsetting um because I was thinking about the other day when Mariah Carey, when she was like after we did the Mariah Carey episode, we found out that Ellen had found out that she had tested positive when she was pregnant and. She had had a miscarriage a couple of days beforehand and Ellen had her on because she didn't like Mariah Carey didn't publicly say that she was pregnant and Ellen had her on and was just like, so I hear you're pregnant. And Mariah Carey's like, um, we're not. I right. told you, I said the one thing we're not discuss, we're not discussing that. And she's like, well, if you're not pregnant, then drink this champagne. Oh my God. I forgot about this. Yes. So I was watching that again because, you know, I just like to be upset when I'm alone. But there are just some times when people think that they can ask questions of someone that is truly just very upsetting. Now, this one's not as upsetting, but does get more upsetting as the time goes on. Quentin Tarantino, which we know, we know he's not the best of men, but still. <laughs> Christian Guru Murthy set Tarantino up with a highly divisive question. Why are you so sure that there's no link between enjoying movie violence and enjoying real violence? And Quentin Tarantino shut him down real quick saying, don't ask me a question like that. I refuse your question. Because it's like, it's not... This is not the time. Like, you're asking someone about a movie. Don't ask them questions like that. Yeah, that's a dumb question. Yeah. And same, yeah. And I thought about you, Olden. Taylor Swift on Ellen. When she dragged poor Taylor through a slideshow of her famous exes while on the show just to watch her squirm, and Swift tried to politely bow out, saying, I don't know if I'm going to do this. And Ellen shot back with, yeah, you will. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just glad she got oh. called out for, for that and the Mariah thing. Uh, you know, it's absurd. It's so yeah. weird that she got by being like, I'm the nice one. I'm nice, yeah. I'm nice. And then when she got called out, she was like, well, no one's nice all the time. And it's like, you were publicly not nice. Like, that was not nice. You were aggressively public. You used your niceness as a shield to be mean to people when they were on the spot and they couldn't say no to you. Uh -huh. Exactly. And it's yucky. And I appreciate when someone can, because I feel like if I was put in a situation like that, I'd just be like, oh, oh. Like, I mean, like I would just get all caught up rather than having a good comeback. But at least sometimes you work with another person like Olivia Munn and Ken Jeong while promoting 2016's Ride Along 2, some jokester asked them whether, if a mass shooting erupted in a nightclub, they were morally clear to ditch the bill on their bottle service. Jesus. Both were unamused. The same reporter asked Jiang, who we do know is a, like, he is a doctor, ah. to take a look at her tonsils. Yeah. What? Weird. I don't... I, I, I'm always so just constantly uncomfortable by those, like, press junket interviews. They're so, like, because every time I see them now, I know that, like... This is like one in a million they had to do that day, you know, and then these people are so incompetent because obviously like so many of them are just like, yeah, you know, how do they even get these fucking yeah. jobs? It's like insane. But they're so brain dead, like the, you know, so then they add, yeah. And so, they're like so trying absurd. to get like a sound bite, I guess, but still it, it, like, but also like just the kind of like. Someone that just wants to make someone uncomfortable like Anne Hathaway in 2012, Matt Lauer, ugh, referenced a recent wardrobe malfunction. 
that Hathaway had suffered. And I remember saying, I remember when this happy, happy, <laughs> I remember when this happened, creepily saying, we've seen a lot of you lately. Ugh. I Hathaway extremely remember ex- this. Right? And Hathaway expertly commandeered the conversation. She said, I'm sorry that we live in a culture that commodifies the sexuality of unwilling participants, which brings me back to Les Mis. <laughs> yeah. And went right back into the, and I was like, Fuck, yeah. I forgot awesome. about that. She nailed it. She was like, wow, it's so inappropriate what you just did. But the good thing is that that's what they did to Fontaine, too. Like, she yeah. really brought it home. I love it, too, because, like, I would totally be like, yeah, well, I've seen a lot of your stupid face at the face house. Right? You know what I mean? And then. But <laughs> I've never been able to come back with something. How perfect that then, of course, Matt Lauer was later absolutely taken down by being a sexual harasser. So it's like, of oh, course. you were just like low key sexually harassing Anne Hathaway on television yes. when she couldn't shut you, when you thought she couldn't shut you down. And then she did because totally. she's very skilled. And it's 2012 Totes. and no one did anything about it. You know, it's just, it's insane how far that we've come. And even just like the kind of like probing questions like Jane Fonda while promoting her 2017 film, Our Souls at Night, Fonda was asked. Asked by Megan Kelly why she's not proud to admit that she's had work done. And Fonda gracefully pivoted. We really want to talk about that. Let me tell you why I love this movie that we did rather than plastic <laughs> surgery. Because it's none of your fucking business. It's none of your business. And there are certain things that I think that you sign up for in being a celebrity that are like, well, it just kind of comes with a job. But that is not one of them. And last but not least, we have been talking about Lindsay Lohan a lot. And apparently when she was on David Letterman, David Letterman wouldn't stop prodding at her most vulnerable personal scars. He said, how many times have you been in rehab? How will this time be different? What are they rehabbing? First oh, wow. Of all? She tried to shut him down with a blunt. We didn't discuss this in the pre-interview. Damn, yeah. that breaks the fourth This wall. is a really that's intense, good. and I love Letterman, but it's it's painful to watch. Yeah, yeah. that's weird, and Awful. that's not usually his style either. That's like a weird kind of, I mean, yeah, he fucks, he's like, uh, he can be kind of, of a tough interviewer in certain ways, but I'm, I'm, that's not usually his, his No, way. honestly, and you know, we L- Lindsay Lohan is Lindsay Lohan, but I think it was an example of like him just being like, you are such a joke. Yeah. Like, you know, it's because she's just like, you know, she is just treated, she is just such a joke. She's such a punchline that in the interview is just like, it is like so disrespectful. And I think that it's just like, well... It's Lindsay Lohan. I've got to do this, you know, because that's kind of yeah, like or what or, or he didn't want her on the show and like yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it sounds almost like that a little bit, but like it's he's bad sort of taking it's... it out on the bookers. Yeah, because I do also wonder in that kind of situation, like, does David Letterman like obviously he is the host of the show, but to what extent can he be like, I'm not asking that question? Like, if it was like someone being like, but that's what people want to know. That's why she's on the show. And right, right. right. Like, they want that. Information. Yeah, that's a good question. Whether that was just kind of. Because, right, I love Letterman. I love his interviewing style. Um, but that particular interview is very hard to watch because it just seems like he doesn't care about her. Does You know, and it's, again, it's Lindsay Lohan. So it's like every public appearance she ever did is basically just people kind of like ha- feeling like they have a blank check to shit on her, you know? Well, that's why we're going to listen to her podcast so we can get to know the real Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, nothing's that hard to watch for me these days. Oh, why? Why, I wonder. Because I think I'm going <gasps> blind. blind. Items. No, oh, we, we can't see them. them. Oh, my God. 
Man alive, there's men alive in here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my, my God, last night at the, the smokehouse, we started singing, you don't make friends with salad. Salad. You don't make friends with salad. We were going to buy, yeah, like, I it love was just, it. we're eating a bunch of, like, they brought out, uh, I just need to say this real quick. We all got a bunch of, like, twice baked potatoes that were covered in cheese. And I they that assumed, well. and you know what? They did assume correctly. They brought out sides of, like mounds of butter and sour cream and chives. And I was like, oh no, we didn't get regular baked potatoes. He's like, I know. You're going to say you don't want this? I was like, yeah, of course I want it. Very fun. Uh, All right, here we go. Here's number one. Just to screw with this A-plus list singer, this one named foreign-born former A-list singer went to lunch with a certain manager and took a selfie with him and texted it to the singer. There is some buzz the two have been doing more than just having lunches together. Is it so the A-plus list singer, no. Rihanna. Who has problems, huh? Rihanna. Yes. And who is she Good texting? Work. So who is the singer that has a problem with a manager? Is it Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. Yes. <gasps> wow. Isn't that crazy? Well, I thought that Rihanna wasn't, like she was talking about like possibly not making more music and really focusing on, which we didn't talk mm-hmm. about her, uh, the line of- Yeah, um, Savage. Lingerie, uh, like- like gender non-conforming lingerie that the, that she's putting out with uh, yeah, Savage Fenty yeah. right now. But I thought that she was like taking a step back. Uh, apparently, yeah. A lot of blinds that I get for Rihanna are like her voice not being the same as it used to and her going into the studio to bad results and this, that, and the other. And at the same time, I'm like, okay, she doesn't need it. And I like that she's not just putting something out to put it out. Yeah. So... If it's not good enough, it's not. If it doesn't meet her standards, I'm kind of like happy for her that she understands how to like, you know, navigate that, and she doesn't need it. But wait, isn't this blind her being kind of mean to Taylor? So Scooter Braun had a big private dinner in NYC with attendants such as Rihanna, Madonna, (gasps) ASAP Rocky, and Justin Bieber, of course, and and this one really popped out to me, Ed Sheeran. Which is kind of interesting because he and Taylor Swift are like so tight and like such buds that that feels well, also like that he would brings be a around with him emergency ketchup and uh, that is something yeah. that I can never unforget. Ed. I know he does that. <laughs> I love that. He keeps hot sauce in his purse. Jackie. Hot sauce is great. I, I mean, got like have it, but emergency purse. ketchup. <laughs> Swag. Good work, y'all. That was some sleuth in there. The A-list reality family is in talks to buy a majority stake in the company of this A-list actress slash Oscar stealer. A-list reality family. Gwyneth Paltrow and and the Kardashians. Yeah, Kardashians are, I guess, talking about buying into Goop. Of course. (laughs) They've been really moving into, because you even see, it's like they've been working with Chrissy Teigen. Uh They've been starting to get into the home lines. Oh my God, you just reminded me of that fucking dumb fuck food article you sent me. That's why, that's the Ed Sheeran thing that I just said, because I started her page seven email this week because I got really mad. That's like the worst, like, dumb article like I, I I either the person who wrote it is just that vapid and terrible or I could read the depression in the subtext like I could read the sadness of that person it was a list was just, of like the craziest celebrity oh, and then it was like can you believe oh my god Chrissy <laughs> Teigen mixes 
Captain Crunch and Fruity Pebbles? When she was hungry because she was pregnant. Oh. And by the way, she called her like Queen Chrissy. I, I, I was so mad. If you look up Celebrity Everything Food Everything was Quirks, so dumb in that article. I was so was angry at the article. I hate it. was it. just the wording of it. Oh, and the whole first paragraph was like, sometimes we eat weird things. Like, it was like so vapid. Like, the whole first paragraph was useless. Just adding words to the word count. It was literally just like explaining to us all that sometimes people have quirky food tastes. John Legend has a very strange pre-show food ritual. Oh, this is the best one! He eats, oh my God, <laughs> MJ, hold on to your socks. Okay. <laughs> a half hour before he goes on stage. Oh, I can't even say it. <laughs> Roasted chicken and steamed vegetables. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He eats like a, a healthy, balanced he a meal, meal before performing. <laughs> that could meal. not be a more normal meal to me. That is like the most basic normal Starbucks meal. Furious. Ever. I just love it. I'm so glad, Alden, because I was so <sighs> angry that I had I was to so include mad it. At I was that like, article. Fuck this list. This makes me so mad. Yeah, I was really pissed off at that article. Just the way the whole thing's written. And it's Queen Kardashian, too, at one point. It was just like, it was so dated because we've all like turned on these celebrities. I was say, at this point, too. Does this person know we hate all these people now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This was like clearly like before when we like, ugh. Anyway, yeah, it was but so it was 2019. Called. It did come out in 2019. So. <laughs> it did come out in 2019. Yeah, it was right before the, the turn. All right, this last one. This A-list, mostly movie actor who sometimes directs was spotted drinking while gambling earlier this week. Never a good thing to see. Drinking Okay, first of all, that's too judgy, Blind Adam. Who's this? Well, he's got a history with falling off. Yeah, with kind of falling off into the drinking. He's a sad man. He's a bad man. He's behind blue eyes. That's a bad The who? Uh... He no. Jackie he said directs, Clint Eastwood. That's not right. No, yeah, but he's directed some stuff. We talk about him a lot on this show. Tom Cruise. No, he likes a certain ch- chain. It's not really a restaurant. It's like more like Batfleck. Yes. Well, these days, Affleck and Lopez have gone back to their busy oh, careers, right. which involves gambling. being apart quite a bit. Oh. A source close to Lopez said they will see each other when they can. So I think. Lopez is, you know, they're kind of doing in their own lane right now he's through back the fall. To being a saddie. And that is, yeah, he's back to being Saffleck. <laughs> oh, no. I have to live for their love. Yeah, well, die for their hate. No. <laughs> Don't die for their hate. Please. Don't take me back to the year 2000. <laughs> I have. And I can see again. Oh, and you're the blind leading the blind. Oh. No, I'm not, because I'm here to read. Shout, 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 let it all out. (laughs) These are the emails that you wrote in about. Come out. We'll read them to you. Come on. As always, I want to thank you guys so much for sending in your shout outs. You know I'm absolutely obsessed with them. And you can hit us up with your shout out or just to say hi over at page7podcast at gmail.com. First up, we've got, oh, you know how much I love a self 
birthday shout out. Hell yes, Christine. This is a birthday shout out for myself. Christine says I'm turning 30 again. We're not counting full quar birthdays on the 6th. I'm treating my best friend. This is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. I'm treating my best friend in the whole world to a beach vacay. I can't wait to sit on the porch watching the waves and eating all the damn seafood. We have a ghost walk set up with my favorite tour company. Secondary shout out to Port City Tour Company in Beaufort, North Carolina. Oh my God, Christine, have the best time. Shut off your brain. Oh, get in a hammock if you can find one, if you like them. But also another beautiful, beautiful self shout out from Lori this week. And I just want to say thank you so much for writing in about your family and your two sons who are both trans and everything that you guys have worked through and it just makes me so happy that you said I'm happy to report that my 13 year old is thriving in middle school this year and even made the cheerleading squad he's having a blast and loving his 8th grade he even participated in a family friendly drag show this past weekend and was happier than I've seen him in quite some time and your 15 year old is enjoying school again and I also just love so much thank you Lori for writing in and you said my husband has been a rock during this time and has managed to grow his business more than we could have ever thought possible. All my love to you and your entire family, and I wish I could just give you all just one big hug. Hell, you're, you're killing it, Lori. And also another fun mom self shout out from Megan. Actually, you know what? Megan didn't give a self shout out. She wanted to give a shout out to her 13-year-old son. And I just love moms connecting with I can't even imagine if I could connect with my mom at this age the way your kids are doing, both Lori and Megan. Oh, I'm so impressed, and I just want to meet you guys and learn all of your secrets. Megan says, my son recently came out to me as bisexual, and I couldn't be more proud of him for being so self-aware, mature, and brave. He's my absolute favorite human being on the earth, and I can't believe I'm lucky enough to be his mom. And then all she said, my self-shutout is for my promotion at work. My position as a prevention specialist was bumped up. Now you are full-time. Get those bennies. You're killing it, Megan. Ugh, thank you guys always uh, for writing in and just... This is just the positive energy. I just feel like it's up, like the pump up that I need. And we've got another shout out. And this goes out to a girl named Katie. I love you so much, Katie. But this shout out's not from me. It's from Drew. Drew says, this is for my best internet friend, Katie. We met over a year ago in the Japanese stream. Our community is amazing. Come and hang out with us. She has seen me through the darkest times of my life and continues to be one of my strongest supporters. She recently nabbed a new job that I hope will allow others to see her talents the way I do. Seriously, Katie, you're so amazing, and I can't wait to see you succeed and believe in yourself just as much as I do. P.S. Can we start watching Love on the Spectrum together again? Oh my god, I love your friendship, love. And we have another fun, huge one-year anniversary that's coming up, and this shout-out goes out to Skylar and their amazing, sexy-ass, albeit exhausted, gender-fluid pan-husband. They run together the 
anime podcast called Kawaii Disappointment. And she says, we force people who don't watch anime to watch anime. And about your husband, he puts so much work into making it sound so good and putting an episode out each week, despite working 50 plus hours a week at his paying job. I completely understand of thinking of like, why do we do this? Why do we put this out every week? Why are we consistent? And that's how you do it, Skylar. That's how you do it. I'm proud of you guys. Just keep plugging away. And I promise it will pay off if you just keep moving forward. I love you guys. And thank again, Kawaii Desupointment, D-E-S-U-P-P-O-I-N-T-M-E-N-T. I don't know anything about anime. So maybe anime, Holden. Uh, maybe that is a word that I should know, I'm assuming. Uh, but also, Megan, oh, it is spooky season. Megan wants to shout out my amazing sister, Kelsey Ray, who at 31 signed up for university to get her doctorate in archaeology. Megan says she's had a tough go in life, and I am just so fucking proud that she's taking this step into her dream career. I love her so much, and she deserves all the love in the world. And also, yes, Megan did write this all in caps lock, which is how I write a lot of my emails, and says, I will not turn off the caps because Jackie once told me you gotta let Jesus take the wheel. I love you, Megan, and thank you so much, but also, oh my god, Dr. Kelsey Ray, you're gonna go on so many adventures. I just watched Indiana Jones. I know all about it now. But now we're heading into such a fun double birthday. These people do not know each other, but I think it's absolutely insane that Two people have their 30th birthday on October 10th. And I imagine that in like the scheme of things that probably there are a lot of people that have a 30th birthday on October 10th this year. Sure, there's a lot of people in this world, but I'm just saying maybe you guys are meant to know each other. Valerie says, it is my sister Marta's birthday. And it was Marta that put me onto page seven in the first place. I wanted to give her a shout out on her 30th birthday on October 10th. I wanted to say I'm so lucky to have a sister like you. And I'm so proud of the woman you've become. You've overcome so much and have built an amazing life for yourself after encountering some very difficult circumstances. I don't know what I would do without you. And I'm so thankful that you're my sister. I cannot wait to celebrate your 30th at NYC. And I can't wait to see what your 30s hold in store for you. I promise it only gets better but oh my god we are synergized because we got a birthday shout out to my absolute ride or die this comes from chelsea my hetero life mate for life cassie's birthday is on october 10th it is their 30th birthday and chelsea says i've been blessed to be by your side through the shittiest shit and the highest of highs watching you build your home literally from the ground up and seeing you go from a beautiful wanderer to the most courageous and fearless woman I know inspires me every day. Your personal growth over these last few years has been amazing and I'm so unbelievably proud of you and everything you have done to take charge of your life and make it your own. Thank you for being my best friend, my best business partner and loving godmother to Wendy. I know it's not my Wendy but I love Wendy. Can't wait to see what the next decade has in store for us as our bushes turn gray and our backs get sore. You can have all the sausages, bitch, and the biggest plate of fries there is. I almost said flies, but I guess if you want flies, good for you. Get that protein. Hell yeah. Happy birthday, Cassie, and happy birthday, Marta. You gotta get together. Double birthday in NYC. I also want to send, oh, our cookie. 
I want to send the happiest of birthdays to Cookie from our Twy Baby community. Thank you so much for the beautiful and supportive letter to us. Everything you said means the absolute world to me. Happy October 7th birthday, and thank you for all the contributions to our Twy Baby lives. Also, please, I'm so happy that you're starting to write again. Send me anything you want me to read, whether you want me to record it or if you just want me to read it, because I think I'm going to go hog wild on the Twilight slash fiction after this. But last but not least, Tanya, thank you so much for sending in an email to us. You are absolutely amazing. And thank you for the life advice that you sent in for our beautiful community, as well as for me. I don't think you meant it for me, but I'm taking it for myself. Tanya says, I'm a big fan of y'all and was hoping you could shout me out for my birthday on the 9th. Happy birthday, Tanya! Could I also share some birthday wisdom for the listeners? Lately, I've been trying to switch up my habit of self-depreciating humor with some self-aggrandizing humor. I figure, why spend all this energy being mean to myself for a laugh? I'm 31 and too cool and hot for all that negativity. Tanya, it sounds like you need to come out and hang out at the Style High Club. I hang out with Lisa Rose, who is an amazing fashion stylist. And this is a big part of what we talk about on Thursdays over on Oh No, It's Jackie of we have to pump each other up. Because if you ain't going to love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? I love you, RuPaul, and I love you, Tanya, and I love you, Cookie, and I love you, everybody else that wrote in. Thank you guys so much for hitting me up. I love to hear from y'all, and also, oh my god, and I forgot I didn't write back to Gabagool the Rat. I just, I know that Gabagool the Rat did not send the letter, and right now it's not right in front of me, but I've been thinking about your, you you know I'm talking to you if you're still listening to this. I stared at the picture of your fat rat named Gabagool, and I absolutely fell in love and I can't thank you guys enough for being a part of us and uh oh you can tell she's hung over when she's just saying the same thing over and over again in my story ah uh, it's to Tara at Tara non firma for the arts you have to look I hope that you have pictures of Gabagool on your insta T-E-R-R-A-N-O-N-F-I-R-M-A I'm sweating out in vodka. And this has been your Page 7 Shoutouts. We love you guys so much. Again, page7podcast at gmail.com. I love you guys. And thank you guys so much for sending in love to all of us. I love you guys so much. And I love all your love. And I love our love. And I just love love. I love love too. Especially I when also it's love love. Oh, something we guys. have in common. That is like our thing, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Should I say where people can find? Me? Sure. Yeah. No. It's time. Yeah. No. Please. Re- I release you to. If you to love love, you can if find you love, Holden. You'll yeah. Love Jackin on Fridays, where Jackie and I hang out and love each other. We do. Uh, it is on Twitch.tv forward slash Holden or so. Check me out. I'll be back. Actually, hope maybe starting next week, I'll be back with my normal Monday, Tuesday, Friday schedule. But you always get Fridays for now anyways. So get it. Enjoy it. Monday and Tuesday as well. Hopefully, as I move into this sort of third month with this scream machine, let's see if we can make it work. Uh, <laughs> Are you talking uh, about also- me? Because it's been like 18 <laughs> years, Holden. It's been yeah, a lot much longer. Jackie. 
and uh, also, please check out the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. If you'd like to support us further, it really, really helps us continue to live and feed our fucking kids, bro. So, like, think about it for two seconds. Feed Lexi so there. that Lexi can make the milk make to the feed milk. to Holden. I feed her and Holden feed and the baby. The baby. Yes. And me at this point. I'm living mostly off of her milk. So. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash pay podcast. There's so much extra content on there. We do a weekly uh, bonus episode called Talking TV where we talk about the TV we've been watching. Talking TV's and I. back. There's all sorts, of, but there's way more than that. So just go check it out. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. MJ, is it okay to say the way we can find you today? I'm MJ. I'm on yeah. Instagram MJKLCat. Wow, wow. Yeah, that was great. (laughs) I'm not going to sing it. End of the singing episode. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. Follow me on Instagram. Check the firm. I don't. I never sing. And you can come hang out with me. We're having. We're talking. We're talking witchy fashion and our favorite witches tonight. If you are around over on Ono oh with Jackie, and every Tuesday we talk with Dr. Jordan, who is an ASECT certified sex therapist. So bring your questions, bring your love, bring your fun, and we smile all the time. I love you guys, and thank. Thank you for getting me through um, the vodka sweats. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yay. Hell yeah. Yay. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, Bye, everybody. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, Fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.